Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, boys and girls. It's time for the Coffin Joe cast. The only show where playing your didgeridoo is not only encouraged, it's expected. So crack up another BB and throw some shrimp on the Barbie. Welcome to Australia. It's sexy time. G'day, and welcome to the Coffin Joe cast. I am Killer Wilbur. I'm Joe Ola. And uh, Scott the Pool Boy is joining us again. Hello, Yay. Scott. Yay. Yay. Welcome back, sir. Welcome Thank back. You. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> oh, wait. I shouldn't welcome myself. <laughs> Good so, job. Hey, Mr. Yeah. Cater. So, all apologies to everyone who missed last week's show. You can thank Telstra for that. So, send your uh, complaint letters to Telstra at telstra.com. <laughs> Fuck those cunts. <laughs> Is that a real... real I idea? don't know. I'm just making it up as I go. But yeah, they decided to finally fix my internet on the day I record a show. So, it was working and then it wasn't and then it was and it wasn't. and It was a real annoying time for it to happen. So... Yeah. Yeah. www.comcast <laughs> well they're the major um, telco down here so they should be better at their job it took them four maybe five weeks to come and fix the line because uh, it's been stuff for five weeks we didn't have any uh, landline phone and the internet was very slow it still worked so but yeah of all days do you have socialized internet over there no not that lucky. That's a thing? I don't, I don't that was think a that's joke. a thing. It's not a thing. <laughs> I just made it. <laughs> uh, but Canada's working on it, I think. Uh. They're good people up there or something. And the ones that aren't good, they import our way. Or export. <laughs> I don't know who you could be talking about. Hmm. Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> oh, there, he said it. <laughs> he saved me from having to say it. Uh, we love you, hotcakes. We love you, Kevin. Kevy Kev. Uh, so, what's been going on with you, Scott? I hear you've uh, oh, releasing an album. Oh, I did. I did that. Did it? Um, uh, I did. Mm. I released music. It's certainly music. Uh,. Jared, Jared, he has a uh, record label, an independent record label that he started, and he releases uh, tapes. They're, you know, tapes. <coughs> you guys know tapes? Yep. They go in tape players, and uh, he, he really, like, hey, I was like, hey, and so... <laughs> no, you broke up there, Scott. I couldn't get catch that. That's right. Most of it wasn't even words. 
Now, Jared uh, released my album on his independent record label, and he releases them on cassette tapes, but uh, with the tapes comes digital downloads, so, you know, don't get all worked up if you don't have a tape player. Mm. You can hang it on the wall and download the sweet jams. That's cool. I think we yeah. still got a, a tape player here somewhere. Huh. Yeah, I, I, I have hardly, a double cassette deck. Yeah, I think that's what we got here. I have one. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it plays tape. So now, did you individually design each and every one to be rust-colored? Well, it, the cool thing about what he does is he he hand-paints everything. So each tape is like a little work of art. So each tape is hand-painted, and then, for me at least, um, the the cases for the tapes are also handmade. He he hand cut stencils. So he painted the base of the, the the case and then painted the stencil onto the case and then uh did the rest of it. So like everything is handmade and hand uh hand recorded, hand loved and it's all been handed <laughs> by Jared. And then I recorded some stuff so before that. Sticky. Sounds pretty handy to do that. Yeah, they smell great. <laughs> and then if you a lot of uh, if you order it from him, uh, he's he's been sending them with uh, some candy. So you can get a little get a couple little candies with your tape. So at the very least, you're getting candy. <laughs> <laughs> and good music. Come on. Yeah, you you might not like the songs, but you'll get like a little lollipop or a Jolly Rancher or something. Now it was a limited run, right? Yeah, it is very limited. I don't. I actually, I have no idea how many tapes he has left. So, if you haven't gotten the tape, uh, you know, hop to it. You can you can also get the the digital. There's a Bandcamp where it's just the digital album, and that. Uh, as far as I know, you don't tend to run out of copies of that. But if you're a collector, if you want to be super cool and get a tape, there's only a few left. Suitable for mounting. Well, I'll make sure I'll put the link in the show notes for people who want to find the Bandcamp site. Bandcamp site. So. Yeah, and, and also uh, he he's released a few other tapes after mine. He's been he's, he's doing the Lord's work. He releases music of... <laughs> Uh, people that you probably wouldn't hear of. So, if that you is go what to, Jesus was here for. Yeah, he was he was here to boogie. He was like, "Hey guys, don't be dicks and listen to this mixtape." <laughs> MCJC. <laughs> yeah, he uh, <laughs> he had the freshest the freshest jams, the best hooks. You could really nail a, a mixtape. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Somebody's going to send us an email on that that's just going to crucify you. Um, so where can they find this record? What's the name of the record label for his other releases? Uh, it's, uh, it's Hot Vodka Records, you know, because he's a man after my own heart. So I believe it's it's Hot Vodka Records... Um, and then I think it's Hot Vodka Records Limited Run. But if you just go to Hot Vodka Records, you can find all of the tapes he's released. 
and uh, you know pick out some other sweet jams as well. And my music is under Bent Not Broken. So just, just like my finger. And he has it for a very affordable uh, affordable price. Mine is at six dollars and sixty six cents. Yes, I just went to the site. It's hotfunkarecords.limitedrun.com, and um, it it looks like he also has a Facebook presence. So if you if you can't type in a, a, a web address, just put in Hot Vodka Records into Facebook, and it'll bring you to the Facebook page, which will link you as well. Oh. Yeah, and then uh, if you have a hard time with that, you can also just find me on the internet. I will be more than happy to help you wherever you want to go. It's at Scott the Pool Boy and most places. And then if you just go out on the road and call my name, I usually come. <laughs> and then I'll show up. It looks like there's six releases total, although the whole Enchiladas album is no longer available. Yeah, he was doing like bundle deals. He's he's a, he's a good guy. He he knows he knows how you like it. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it says here it is a limited run of thirty copies. Wow. Yeah. So, as as far as I know, there's not a whole heap left. So if you if you want it, you gotta get it. And like I said, they're all hand painted, so they're uh they're all, you know, special special snowflakes. No one is the same. But the music's all the same, though. Yeah, more or less. More or less the same. He might have, like, uh, left a little more space on some of the tracks. I don't know how he recorded the copies, but... Uh, it's a miracle they got done. Um, see what I did there. So, wait, I also heard something about your nipples. Oh, yeah, my nipples... Uh, he, he has some sweet friends that are also into nipples and, uh, turns out that recently there was an earthquake around my nipples and it's, it's, it's tragic. <laughs> There's some, <laughs> this is serious. Okay. <laughs> it should be, but it's just uh, not a poor people. So, uh, being as cool as he is, he knows some record people that are also doing similar things, uh, releasing music. And uh, not too long ago, there was a pretty devastating earthquake in Nepal. And so, uh, him and his record label friends thought that it would be there's twelve of them. Right? Yeah, there, there's a, there's a lot. They, they thought it would be a, a cool thing to do to make like a benefit uh, compilation album that uh, they could any proceeds they made to help with the relief for the people that got all earthquaked so he was nice enough to ask me if I wanted to contribute and I was like duh of course and uh, so he added me to the compilation there's 50 tracks and that is a whole lot of music and uh, if you go to uh, it's on Bandcamp. It's benefitfornepal.bandcamp.com. You can go there. You can get the album. And uh, it's uh, pay what you want. So you can get it for like a buck or you can give like a million dollars and help out people that all done got shook up. And 
and uh, you can get some like a whole lot of sweet music, and it's uh, helps people. So it's it's cool shit. If you wanna if you wanna be a part of cool shit, go there, get some cool shit, and be a part of cool shit. Dot com. Now, I I have to ask because I don't know if this is a real thing or it's just his clever marketing campaign, but is hot vodka like a real thing? Is that like a drink that I don't know about? <laughs> uh, as far as I know, no. But I mean, it's I've I've had I've had hot alcohol, not by choice, but it's more or less a thing. <laughs> Holy crap, this is hot. Like I used to uh <laughs> I used to work at a bar and uh you know, it's a bar and it's full of jerks and I like to drink and we're not supposed to, they said not to drink. You're not supposed to drink while you're working just because it's a bar, you know. They want competent employees. And I was like, fuck that noise. And I kept booze in my car. (laughs) So sometimes I'd have like hot whiskey. So, you know, that's a thing too. But you weren't drinking the the employee. Like you weren't like, there's not like a, a set like food money allotment of liquor that you were drinking, you were bringing your own from home. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not that big of a dirt bag. It's like, you yeah, can, I don't see the problem. You, know, you can get a, your, your one meal for working in your shift or you can have a beer. That's how they should do it. Though the one, the one thing about that place that I really enjoyed was every Wednesday night was spaghetti night and it was unlimited spaghetti. Yeah. The end. So it was in the shape of an infinity symbol. Yeah, it was it was uh infinity spaghetti noodle and then behind that was uh garlic bread. See and for some reason I'm imagining you doing the lady in the tramp thing with one of your employees, fellow employees. Yeah. Well I would always try and be like, try this try some of my spaghetti and then I would just hand them a noodle and they're like, What are you doing? Like no, it's tried. It's good. Like, can I just have some off your plate? Like, no. Try this one, and they never would. Like, why did you have to make it? This is good spaghetti. I don't think hot vodka is a thing. By the way, no, I wouldn't recommend hot vodka. Generally, alcohol uh, is is best. Uh, you know, like room temperature or colder. I wouldn't recommend hot alcohol at all, unless it's um, like if you if you're making a white Russian, you should probably microwave it first. It really brings out the flavor. What if you're having whiskey in your coffee and you're having hot hot, hot alcohol? The Irish style whiskey, That's true. Irish style coffee, I should say. Yeah, Irish up my coffee. The Irish coffee. Mm. Or you can put it in tea and have a hot toddy. <laughs> have you ever had a hot toddy? I'm just trying to imagine Jägermeister hot. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. It tastes like uh, depression. You know, have you ever had a, like, you know, when you're sick and 
your house smells like you're sick. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, taking care of a sick person and your house just smells like it's unhealthy. That's what that's what hot Jägermeister tastes oh, like. Oh, yuck. Hot Jäger tastes like... Like vomit. People smell. Vomit and body odor, right. Yeah, just like sweat, but like sweat that you're sweat, like you're sweating out the sickness. It's not like normal sweat. It's thick sweat. This tastes like malaria. <laughs> That's how Ebola started. I'm pretty sure somebody microwaved uh, Jägermeister. I read it. I, I read it in a book. I don't know where this is going, but. Oh, yeah, so, uh, benefit for Nepal. (laughs) Good way to bring it right Right. back around. Yeah. That was a seamless transition. Uh, If you've ever been really sick and know what sick sweat smells like, and you really didn't like it, and you wish somebody would help you out, you will know the feeling of the people that are in Nepal that got earthquaked. So, go buy the compilation and help out earthquake people that don't like the smell of sick sweat. If you ever wondered what sick sweat tasted like, we recommend hot Jägermeister. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Staggeringly good. Um, so, I, I know you're not pooling it up anymore, right? No, I am not. And I know we talked about this, I think the last time you were here, but do you have a new handle or are you still going by Scott the Pool Boy, even though you're no longer pooling it up? I feel like I feel like that's that's just my name forever. I'm Scott the Pool Boy. It just it rolls off the tongue because right now I'm like working. Hot yeah, it just it it just feels right. Mm. <laughs> so if you're not yeah. at the bar, I'm not at the bar. I right now my job currently is working uh, overnights. I'm an overnight uh, freight employee at the Home Depot. It's great. Do they have the Home Depot over there? Oh, wait, no, we talked about that, Killer. You said you've got a different fancy store. Yeah, Bunnings and Masters. and They're the bigger ones, and the smaller one is like Mitre 10. So, yeah. Sounds exhausting. Bunnings is great. I love my Bunnings. I spend all day in there, and all my money. That's because it yeah. gets lost because it's big. Well, not just that. I, I do that at Costco. Yeah, I'm, I get a Bunnings, and I'm looking for the one little thing, and you're going up and down every aisle. And lo and behold, you've already walked past it ten times. You didn't realize. But, but yeah, I love Bunnings. Oh, that's because I'm a tradesman, you know. I like this tool. I want that tool. Well, give me one of those, and yeah, I'll take one of those. And Oh, wow, never thought seen one of these before. Ooh. I do the same thing. I walk around putting putting stuff on the shelf. I'm just like, what is that? That's a it's true. Shiny thing. Make it kind of shiny. We're losing you a bit there, Scott. Oh, I was going about how I like shiny stuff. Mm, shiny. They have insulation for the inside of houses now. <laughs> Is this shingles? 
I thought that was just a thing that old people had. I was going to say, you should get immunizations for that. They just have it on the shelves? That's reckless. That's how Ebola started. (laughs) (laughs) It's right next to the influenza, which is next to the credenzas, because that sounded similar. It's off aisle 12. Hardware. So do you literally like stock the shelves in overnight? Yeah, yeah. I like. I get there at uh, nine o'clock at night, and they unload a truck, and everybody just works. There's pallets of shit, and people take them apart and put them on shelves until five or six or seven in the morning. Pallets of shit. So what do they get the tools though? Yeah, manure. It's 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 in there. It's all in there. You you have to. It's a process. You have to, uh, you know, feel your way through the shit, and then you find the stu- the the important stuff, like tools and wood, and corn, and you put it Shingles. on the shelf. Yeah. It's like assemble it. <laughs> I guess what you said was funny, but you cut out again, so. I'm just imagining. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, I'm imagining you putting away, like, there's roofing nails. Finishing nails, crucifixion nails, and you're just like, you know, organizing accordingly for some reason. Yeah, it's, it's, it's true. It's, it's hard. You know, it's really a labor of love. I only do it because I love crucifixions and I know that it's hard to find the right materials. IL-13, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, it, you can also find it at aisle six, six, uh, six. <laughs> Which incidentally is how much you can get Scott's EP for if you uh, head yeah. over to. It's all coming together. Oh, nice. Uh, well, I guess we'll continue to call call you Scott the Pool Boy. It works. Everybody, it's it's like everybody already knows me like that, so it just be it, it's hard. It's like getting a new phone number. It's a pain in the butt. Just stick with it. You're apparently getting a new phone number the wrong way. <laughs> I have to change my social security number, last name, and then give me a new phone number. Well, that's like I stopped killing people a long time ago, but I still call myself Keller Wilbur. True story. Just dip your toes in it. No, I avoid trying to kill people these days. You know. Just the, yeah. it, it might run through my head a couple of times, but no. Well, you, you stop doing that. I just take care of the other end. I take care of the things that the, the people um, who have already killed, I take care of the, the bodies by making the coffins for them. I moved on to the other side of the killing part. 
He's paying it forward. <laughs> it's really difficult with the Skype. Yep. I'm just saying. I know. It's been a bitch. Is it terrible? It cuts in and out. Who is it? Oh, Telcom? Okay. Tel- Tel- Telstra. Telstra. They used to be called Telecom. They changed their name in the 80s or 90s. Now they're Telstra. A wonderful company. That was very original. Mm. So. They weren't trying. I don't know if you want to try and restart. Yeah. No. Maybe. I don't know. I think it's just... Might be worth a shot because this is difficult. Yep. All right. I'm going to write a very nasty letter to Teldeck, but I've got to get my Australian to English dictionary out. Yeah, the conversion chart. <laughs> Remember, it all goes backwards. Runs the other in the opposite direction. Metric. Metric, yeah. If, if you just don't use metric over there, but why do you call your, like, a... Uh, Marathon runs still like 5Ks and 10Ks. I've noticed a lot of people that do running. Uh, they're doing a 5K run or a 10K run. It's like, you won't convert to metric, but it's, it's fine for when you're doing your running. All right. Because they were rented by the Earl du Marathon, and when he created the marathon, he was English. So, you know, we don't want to, we want to honor that tradition. I think marathons were invented by the Greeks. Earl. I don't know. I saw that one movie. Pee in a cup? That's what I was... Who's pissing? I'm filling up my glass. A little wee? Yeah, it's the color of wee. It's wine. And yes, I'm drinking 20 to fucking 11 on a Sunday morning. Fuck off. I wouldn't mind some hot vodka. Uh, I was just going to impress you with my, my... I was going to impress you with my newfound knowledge, Killa. What's that? I figured out, in talking with Hamish over there in uh, Melbourne... Wait. Melbourne? Yes. That I figured out how to convert the time much easier than looking it up on Google. Okay. Please explain. Okay. So, currently in... Australia, it is 10.40 on Sunday, correct? Mm-hmm. Exactly right. So, if we are converting to your time, Scott, it would be four hours. Add four hours to your current time. For me, it's add three. And for Killa, you subtract three hours and a day. Yep. Depending yep. on what time it is. That's how I do it. Of course, so that all changes with daylight saving switching. Oh, so, but yes, that's how I do it. So it's ten forty. It's ten forty right now in the morning on a Sunday. So that's I, loco. Eh? I know. So that's I t- right. at, at this time of the year, I take two hours off my time and go back a day, and I know that's use case time. So then I take three hours off for Joel. And then uh, four, isn't it, for the West Coast? Either for way. Mountain. Mountain, yeah, and then it's five for... West Coast is five. Yeah. Yeah, that's... 
Joel told me when uh, you're going to record, and I had to ask him what time that was for me because I don't, I'm, I'm not good with that stuff. We've had troubles in the past with uh, our third co-host. Like Joel tells him, like I'll oh, recording at seven, which is Joel's time, and then they, <laughs> they don't work it out that that's Joel's time. Then they've got to work out oh, what time is it going to be here for me. And, yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. He's like, we're recording. I changed that method though. Happened nice for me. <laughs> Math is hard. What I said okay. to the earlier. No, it is hard. I I, I said seven p.m. standard, six p.m. Mountain. Well, that's like when we get Nikki from New Zealand just on. Case. I have on, to. We should use, just use GMT. Yeah. That'll confuse everyone. We <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a smart man. Like six Eastern. I'm like, okay, we're gonna do it five Mountain. Like, is that is that in my mountain? I live in Colorado. There's mountains. Does that mean it's me? We need we need someone to and and um, build build an app for us. I understand the Greenwich Mean Time. We need someone to build an app for us, the Coffin Joe Time app. So all our third co-hosts download it on their phone, and then we just give them one time, and they set whatever time zone they're in. So we, we say, right, well, it's Killer says it's going to be 10 a.m. Sydney time, Australia. Just type that in, and then it converts it for them and tells them what time it, it is in their area. So get on that, someone who can build apps. <laughs> And it has to adjust for daylight idea. savings time here and there. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, I don't think it would be too hard to do. I'll have to find an app developer. I might have to get a GoFundMe going so we can pay for it. Yeah, another project for the show. <laughs> Just like our Drop Bear movie. Which I was scared that Kevin Smith was going to steal the idea this week. Why? They were talking about koalas. Well, they started talking about pandas and how pandas are not bears, just like koalas. And then he's talking about it. On the, it was right at the end of Smogcast this week. And he's, the, the line of the talking was heading down to like the, the road of drop bear. And I was waiting for him to clue onto an idea of, oh, drop bear. Oh, I'll make a movie about that. I'm like, don't you dare. Like, are they even dangerous? Bears. I'm pretty sure they're like, they're, they thought they were like cats. Well, you heard the show, did you? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm freaking out going, if he just adds, you know, puts some dots together here, he's going to come up with the idea of a drop bear movie. I'm like, don't you? Don't you? We got that in the works. You just stick to your Clerks 3 and Yoga Houses and freaking more rats too. Thanks, mate. We'll take the drop bears ourselves. Uh, it's mall brats. Mall brats. <laughs> Do you think that movie's going to be any good? <laughs> That's true. I don't care. It's a Kevin Smith movie. I like it. I like Kevin Smith, but I'm, I'm. I think when there's a pun in a name, it, it makes me hesitant. Well, supposedly the movie's going to be about someone um, taking siege of the the mall, and, uh, or the 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 mall rats from the first movie save the day or something but I know they're going to blow up them all at the end that's why they found one that's um, shut down and that, and it's going to be um, demolished anyway so they can use it so that, they can blow it up at the end 
That sounds interesting. Mm. See, now I'm back in. Yeah, see. The name, the name was off-putting, but that sounds funny. Well, that's the premise, and he's he's rushed it. He's brought the uh, filming forward because he found this mall that they're going to demolish this year. So he's instead of doing Clerks three, he's doing More Rats two. And uh, yeah, three. He's doing Clerks three. Yeah, it's written. What? Yeah, it's written. It's all done. And Man. he was going to film that this year, but because of that mall being uh, available only for this time, so he's he switched the scheduling around. Uh, he's just finishing off um, Yoga Hoses. It's in its finals mi- final mix, so I think that should be up by the end of the year. And uh, well, that's cool. that, and, and Kevin Smith's coming to Australia this year. He's coming down with Jay to do Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, and then a Q and A. So if funds allow me, I'm hoping I can go see that. That that sounds pretty pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I haven't. I've I've been wanting like there's comic cons that come to Colorado and all that shit, but I have not yet been able to actually make it to one. And I think it'd be really rad to go to one that actually has people worth seeing. Like I wouldn't mind watching a like a Kevin Smith like Q and A or if he does one of those live podcasts or yeah. something like that. Yeah, they're pretty good. He's Q and A's aren't really. He's a great storyteller. And he'll tell, yeah. the, tell the same story. He says the same stories all the time, but he's always got little bits different to it. And it's, I like yeah. it. So. Yeah. I was just... Yes. Gab. Joel, yes? I was just thinking, um, while we've got Scott here, and thinking about the, the Drop Bears movie, we need a, like a love theme from Drop Bears, the movie. So... Maybe maybe this is another thing Scott can step up and knock it out of the park with the love theme, love theme from Drop Bears, the movie. Could Not be right like the second. The, like the old James Bond movies. Like, Drop Bears. <laughs> See, it writes itself. So we've got our musical director for the movie now, have we? Possibly. Mm, there we go. Well, we should bring as much people as we can from our... Arrange a third co-host in. Really make it a, a Coffin Joe cast production. Coffin Joe cast creeper cast production. Can can you rhyme something with koala? Koala, impala. Shot koala. See, I, I, I'm thinking <laughs> we need Bala. we need to get Big Steven aboard too, so he can go koala. <laughs> <laughs> That's a throwback. Yeah. Damn, I've got to get get on the Jeff, throw some of these ideas over to him. See, and that's one guy that I'm, I'm sadly going to not be able to see on my trips this summer. Mr. Jeff. No, Big Steven. Oh, Big Steven. Oh. Yeah? Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Uh, I was talking with Jeff, though, because he's not that far from Colorado. He's only like, I think he said six hours. Nah, what six hours? It's not too far. Have you gone to New Mexico before, Scott? I have. Well, I mean, not to visit. I've driven through New Mexico. It's, uh... Fun? (laughs) You say that apprehensively. It's new. It was... 
I don't I don't know. When I went through it, it wasn't like uh, I wasn't like we need to stop. We need to see this place. I was like, yeah, it looks kind of uh, like every other like state in the middle of the country. It's not too exciting, but it, it's probably not any more exciting than the more sparse or sparse parts of Colorado. So it was it like looks, old Mexico, but shinier. Yeah, it still it still has that New Mexico smell. <laughs> uh, I was about to go down a very dark path. I'm going to back off from that. Um, yeah, so no, he's not that far, and I, I've never had any desire to go there either. It's one of those states that's like, eh. Yeah, the only time I've been to New Mexico is when I was driving to Vegas. So it was just cut, cutting through, and I was like, yeah, it looks like uh, if that sign wasn't there, I would think I'd still be in like the fucking plains of Colorado, except the sign says I'm in New Mexico now. But it smelled kind of like tacos. Whoa. But it smelled different than the Colorado tacos. As long as it didn't smell like um, hot Jägermeister, whatever that word is. No, they didn't. They don't have that there. They're better than that. They they keep it cold. Now, see, I've never understood the appeal of, of uh, Las Vegas. I have friends that swear by it and go there frequently and love it there, but I have no, I have zero desire to ever, ever go. I don't know what it is. Well, I think I'm afraid of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> You're afraid that it's going to be like the end of Con Air when the plane drops out of the sky and crashes down the strip or whatever, and then he's going to be like, hey, or something. I was thinking more of, of uh, leaving Las Vegas, but that'll work too. No, I, I'm a big fan of Con Air. John Cusack in sandals, right? I mean, yeah. and then uh, John Malkovich is a crazy man, and then uh, Machete is a rapist. Machete. <laughs> Was it Johnny thirty three, thirty two, something like that? And uh, Steve Buscemi singing, "Jesus loves," or he's got the whole world in his hands. Yeah, and then Dave Chappelle. It's a star-studded cast. How can you not love that movie? But anyway, Vegas. I... <laughs> that's Vegas how you what? Oh, I was going to say, that's how I learned the definition of irony. It's because they steal the plane. They're flying away listening to uh, Leonard Skinner and then Steve Buscemi. It's like the, a band that died in a plane <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. and that's ironic and I was like you tell him Steve Buscemi and then <laughs> Nicholas Cage was like whoa or hey something like that Keanu yeah, Reeves just pops up just to go whoa whoa um, and then what's the appeal sell me on Vegas then because I don't get it I maybe well, the buffets perhaps but uh, well the buffets uh, the the bu- the buffets that's a bit. I was going to say that too. Buffets. Oops, up the mic. Those are fucking awesome because it's like it's twenty bucks, about depending on where you go. It's around twenty dollars to get into this buffet, but since it's Las Vegas, it is the most majestic thing 
you'll ever see. It's not like you're going to Country Buffet and paying too much to go eat, like, stale uh, rolls and roast beef. It's like they hire super pro chefs to make high-quality food, but, like, in small portions. So it is well worth the $20 to eat food that would cost you way too much and you can have a lot of and then you're still in a casino see the thing is i think that is is uh the difference between me and you joel is you seem like a man that does not have many vices and i am a person that quite enjoys drinking and is a terrible gambler so <laughs> vegas Valhalla. You can go and get, like, free drinks and uh, spend all your money on shit that you'll regret later. And, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's it's I a horrible... I think that's how we acquired New Mexico. <laughs> yeah. It was on a, uh, it's just a really lucky craps roll after everybody was full on buffet food and drunk on free booze. They're like, all right. If I hit seven, we get New Mexico. They're like, fucking do it, man. Good luck. <laughs> you were there, I think. Yeah. I was I was taking uh You were taking what's it called? I was stenographer. No, you, you said you're taken. <laughs> Did Liam Liam Neeson come and save you? Yeah. That's well Scott's like I have a very special set of skills. Taken one is, is loosely based on actual events. Liam Neeson did save someone that day, but it was me. They were selling me into uh, sex slavery, <laughs> and that's how we got New Mexico. Yeah, history lesson, folks, on the Coffin Joe cast. It's it. It was a lot like uh, you know that movie Rat Race where they gamble on everything. Yeah, it was kind of like that. So it was like Rat Race and Taken, but it was just like kind of mixed together. There's people gambling on the whole outcome of everything and then Liam Neeson came and saved me and they're like, see, told you, told you. Fucking New Mexico. And then they won. <laughs> Liam Neeson and his huge cock. Yeah. His big dick, he he uh, he came in, um, it was, he knocked some people out with his, with his penis <laughs> and <laughs> it was like, uh, it was like, he came, it was weird because where they were keeping me, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but they were keeping me like in this weird like jungle kind of thing. And so he came in and he did some kung fu dick moves, knocked people out. He scooped me up like a gentleman and then he did that Indiana Jones thing where he like whipped the whip across onto like a branch and swung, but it was with his penis. And then we got out of there and then uh, all thanks to that, uh, that's how New Mexico was born. And then he carried you off like uh, Whitney Houston to, and Kevin Costner in the body yeah. bodyguard. Yeah. And it was like... And they played Leonard Skinner and they said, define irony. And then a guy picked up the phone. He's like, hey man, you know that sound you're looking for? Listen to this. And then he held up the phone and that's how Chuck Berry got I think this revisionist history is getting out of control. Um, I was going to ask, because you mentioned it, um, buffets. New country buffet, is that like old country buffet, but shinier? Yeah, yeah. 
and it smells like tacos. Good tacos, like, not the bad tacos. Not, not as much as um, other other tacos. Do they have buffets over there in, in Australia, Killa? Yeah. They're not uh, a lot of them, but there's um, a restaurant called Sizzler. And it's a, a buffet restaurant. What? You, they have Sizzler over there? Yeah. Oh, it used to be really popular. There's only two left in Sydney that I know of. Yeah. We got Sizzler. Oh, you want to, you want to, speaking of Sizzler, this doesn't have anything to do with that. You want to know something funny? Yeah. Come on. Tell us. <laughs> the other day I was leaving work and it's, it, it ties in because it made me think of you. I was leaving work. Uh, at at the Home Depot, and one of the the daytime the morning manager guys was walking in. He was talking to somebody. And he has his like really nice jacket. It's like uh, it's it's sort of like the like a members only jacket, kinda. And Ooh, it's slanky. all clean and pristine and looks nice. And I stopped a second to say hello, and I looked down and embroidered. Like right on the left side of his, like right on on his pec, uh, it, it was embroidered, and it said Foster's. No, oh, fuck off. Thank you. He had a he had a high quality, like I, I can't imagine it was custom, but he had a high quality Foster's jacket, <laughs> and I wanted to stop him and take a picture of it. You should have. <laughs> Send it to you. Oh yes, you should. If I see him jacket, oh. I'm gonna take a picture. I'm gonna on Monday. If I see him on Monday, I'm sending that to you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that'll make my day. Yeah, and that's and, how Scott stopped working at the store. <laughs> yeah. No, that's how I got fired because I gave him a really, really uncomfortable hug, and I was like, "I love your jacket." Now, listen to me, and then and he said I was too close to his face. It'd be better if I wasn't working here anymore. Foster me. <laughs> don't, don't do me like this, man. We have, I thought we were bonding. We both love fosters and jackets. And this is how Taken 2 started. Um, I'm thinking that uh, Sizzler <laughs> doesn't exist over here anymore. It used to be here when I was a kid, but I don't think it exists anymore. In the States. I don't think I've been to a Sizzler. Yeah, as I was saying, it, it, it run its course down here, and there's only like one or two that keep surviving. One of them is right next to uh, a leagues club, uh, a rugby league leagues club, you know, club, pub, pub bar, whatever you want to call it. So I think a lot of drunk people get drunk at the, the club, and they go next door and eat Sizzler. So, That's a damn shame. Yeah, it is a damn shame, because it's over with St. George. That's St. George... Leagues Club in St. Georgia, one of our enemies at the Bulldogs. Oi, oi, oi. Speaking of football, fuck Queensland. They beat us in the state of origin on Wednesday night by one Damn point. It. Fuck you, you fucking cane toads. <laughs> yeah. No American will understand any of that, but that's fine. They call us cockroaches. They call us cockroaches and we call them cane toads. So but it's the best best version of rugby league you could ever watch. Except they've, so, they've stopped the fighting in it, not let it fight anymore, which sucks. 
That's dumb. I never understood, like, okay, this is an, have you ever listened to Bill Burr's podcast? No. Okay. Well, this is not an original idea. (laughs) This is something that I heard him point out on his podcast, and I was just like, that makes a lot of sense. (laughs) I like hockey, and there is a thing where uh, people say they need to take the fighting out of hockey because it's barbaric and dangerous and all that. What? Yeah, yeah. Like punching people in the head with your bare fist and just violence, it's bad. Like, just, it's the sport. Just watch the game. You don't need to fight. That's ridiculous. And his point, which makes a lot of sense, and he's, he's, he's like, everybody fucking watches MMA and boxing, where the sport is to beat the shit out of each other, but, bo- like, you can't have hockey because, like, you can't have fighting in hockey because that's bad and you're going to hurt somebody, but... If you take the skates off and step into a ring, you can just beat the shit out of each other, and it's cool. Yeah, well, that's like with the football. You can, like, shoulder charge, you know, do all this shit to injure people. And um, what they did, they barred the fighting. And State of Origin is legendary for fighting. You go on YouTube and look up State of Origin fights. There's some great ones. But the thing is, what it, it's turned into now, um, because they can't fight, they have this niggly stuff where they just do little things. They can't get their frustration out, you know. A quick, you know, two-minute punch on, frustration's out, get on with the game. So, yeah, it, it sucks. Yeah, I love I, I love hockey and the fighting in it. Like, I, I, that is an aspect of hockey that I really enjoy. Like, it's, I, don't, I don't know why, but, like, a good hockey fight makes a game, like, mm. even better. And it also, like, excites the team. We get, like, better... Like the game is better with yeah. fighting, like that's that's part of hockey. That's yeah. part, that's I, part I, of hockey. That's it's like that. Been. It's like the joke. I went to a hockey match and a game broke out. Yeah, that's that's. I think now, that's why full I, contact I, track and field. <laughs> that's that's the sport of the future. That's you know what they should you know what they should do. I had I I just had an idea. Okay, Here stick with me. It's it's kind of wacky. All right. So you know basketball? So you have yeah. basketball. But at each end, like from like the three-point line, the trampolines. Okay. So then it's you're playing and you're it's like regular basketball, but you get to the end and you have to jump on trampolines to make a basket. And then when you're in when you're on the trampolines, it's it's open. It's fair. You can hit people. Like you can slam them. So it's like basketball, but like you're getting slammed. Like Dumb. it's like a slam ball. What do you I think? I smell lawsuits. What? What are you talking about? I think it's a good idea. Have you ever seen wheelchair basketball? I think it's. <laughs> That's awesome. They freaking slam. Be- they they go hard. You know what they need? Trampolines. <laughs> no ramps. I was gonna say, no, they need ramps. It's going to make it a lot more difficult. But uh, yes, the ramps will be good. Like jumps, like sweet jumps. <laughs> sweet jumps. Yeah. <laughs> like a skateboard no, park. Jump. Like sweet jumps. Make it like a skateboard park. There's all little ramps and rails everywhere in the on the court and 
You get extra Man. points for grinding. I mean, well, their spine's already severed, so how much more can yeah. they be hurt? Have you? There's yeah. a there's a movie out there, a documentary about wheelchair basketball, and that's one of the guys says. You get, I forget the name of it. I'm trying to look it up now, but I can't find it. But yeah, he goes. What are we scared of? We're already paralyzed. <laughs> can't get any more paralyzed. That's true. You can't break your spine twice. Mm. Well, can, I mean, I can you break your neck twice? I don't want to find out. It's called Murder Ball. Yeah, Murder Ball. Yeah, Murder Ball. That's a great documentary. You know, you know what would make Murder Ball even better is if each team could have like a vote before the game where they could secretly choose to spray like a like Pam on a section of the court, and the whole time you're watching uh, like Benny Hill music was playing. Or, Murder ball. Um, <laughs> I think we've just well, come up with a new movie idea. I, I believe it's called Taken Three. Um, That's already out. Actually, I was going to ask you, Killa. Uh, just to backtrack for a second, because I like where we're going, but I need to know: um, Are Chinese buffets a big thing over there? No, because they're everywhere here. They're like McDonald's. Ah, uh, no, not necessarily. Uh, if you go to like a club or something, they'll have a buffet, and it's it's Chinese based, yeah. But that's like inside a, a club. And you understand what I mean when I say a club? It's it's a social club, you know, where there's a bar, there's <laughs> slot machines. No, not that sort of club. There's oh, poker okay. machines, slot machines, uh, bars. They're like social clubs, like sports clubs, RSL clubs, RSL's rest- Return Servicemen's League. RSL clubs? RSL. Return Servicemen's League. Like, hey, baby. There's sports clubs. There's, I'm trying to think what other, you know. Can I buy some Aquanet? Yeah. Oh, girl, I saw you cross the room, and I was like, that's a girl that needs an egg roll. Can I get you an egg roll? She's like, I have a boyfriend. I don't see him here. <laughs> About some low mein. I got some low mein in my house. <laughs> that's some good spaghetti. Have you tried my orange chicken? I have some. Dude. I'm not going to finish it. Dude, that's harsh. Want- you went there um no but seriously like everywhere you go here there's a chinese buffet like every, like literally like every strip mall there's one or two and you can drive uh, five minutes down the road and there's another two or three of them they're everywhere and it's not a bad thing don't be wrong but it's just there's I, a, I don't know it's crazy well, now, you're saying, place. now you're saying that there i think there's like in some of the shopping centers malls there is um a couple there, you know. You you pay uh, like ten bucks, and you can you get a plate, and well, but it's ten dollars for one plate, so you can fill up your plate with as much as you can fit on that plate for ten bucks of anything that's there's, sitting under the um under the glass. There's What's, a place not too far from me, and uh, it's been it's been around for as long as I can remember, and I always call it Dollar Scoop because it's one of those like Chinese restaurants. Oh where, yeah. Uh, yeah, scoop of rice, dollar, uh, like scoop of sweet and sour, whatever dollar, and 
it was originally dollar a scoop when I was younger, and it's been the same place, the same shitty place, <laughs> and uh, it's changed names like five times, and every time it changes names, there's always like some conspiracy, <laughs> like oh they had to change the name because they found like frozen cats <laughs> in the exactly. back yeah, or something cats. like that, and. But it never goes out of business. The name changes for whatever reason, and I'm pretty sure it's the same people that own it. And it's delicious and highly questionable. <laughs> like, it's such a <laughs> sketchy-looking place. Like, it's in this shitty strip mall in Aurora, and you go in, and there's, like, folding tables. Like, you can you can order food and dine in, but they still serve it in like the styrofoam to go things. And all the utensils, like the utensils are plastic. There's no pub public uh, bathrooms. You have to, uh, like, it's, it's just, they, they don't, um, like it's always cold in there, but they have one of those like heat fans. <laughs> it's the sketchiest place, but it's delicious and really cheap. It's wonderful. That's what I'm saying, Joel. When you're when you come to Colorado, I'm taking you to Dollar Scoop. We'll okay, get nice. diarrhea. Yeah. Get get your we'll inoculations. Get all your inoculations done first. I'd say you know. If you haven't had diarrhea in a while, I'm taking you out. Oh, diarrhea! How I've missed you. You want to eat some uh, mystery meat and then poop? I got you. I got you covered. You know how to show a guy a good time. Yeah. Dollar of poop. I'm classy. Well, because, well, here I think ours is because of the immigrants. You know, we have a lot of immigrants. So they come over and like, hey, we'll open a restaurant. And it's going to be successful because people love to eat Chinese food or Korean food or Japanese food. But uh, over there, it's, it's a little different immigration situation. So. That's why I wondered. No, we're we're full of immigrants. That's that's my new podcast, the uh, immigration situation. Yeah, <laughs> and you and your your theme song's the immigrant song by um, is it Led Zeppelin? Is it? <laughs> oh wait, that's uh, wrong song. Sorry. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> now our our country is built on our immigrants, like. The, that's why we have Ita- great Italian food here and great Greek food. And um, building on immigrants is a terrible foundation. I mean, they rot away eventually. So well, we're all immigrants, except yeah. for one eighth of me, which is Aboriginal. But, but... <laughs> He's still playing the immigrant song. Uh, <laughs> pretty much. Oh my god! Before they turned into hard. Um, well, yeah. your immigration—you have different immigrants, though, right? We have virtually you know, in the early '50s, '60s, after World War Two, we got a lot of immigrants from European countries, and then after like um, the Vietnam War, we got Vietnamese people in, and so yeah, our. We're pretty multicultural down here, and um, of course they bring their food with them, and yeah, there's some great restaurants down here. So, yeah, 
and now we're just turning boats away from from Australia, which is a, a political thing, and I don't like getting political on the show, but yeah, we're, we're built on the backs of um, our immigrants, and now we just don't want any more. Our country's full, as they say. Not me. I'm just saying the way the, the, they're looking at it. And the ironic part is uh, we're all immigrants. The English immigrated here. So, If I come there, can you promise me a dollar, dollar scoop of something that will make me have diarrhea? No, see, we're expensive down here, so it'd probably be about $5 a scoop. Mm, That's a classy diarrhea. <laughs> exactly. I was just, oh, Look, you come down here, Joel, I'll put a shrimp on the barbie for you. And give Whoa. you a can of Fosters. Right. Ooh. Because I ain't going to drink the Fosters, I'm giving it to you to drink. <laughs> and I've still got the cans that my brother sent me as the joke. I'm still you waiting. Still waiting for him to show up and visit me one day, and I'm just going to throw them at him. <laughs> the waste. Yeah, I think you're funny. Mr. Funny, ha, ha, ha. Younger you brother. You, you come to my house, you get your fosses back. Here. Boom, boom. Because I'm on the third floor of my apartment block, so get out on the balcony, see him coming, and just start throwing them as hard as I can at him. You should, uh make one of those like potato guns but make it like big enough for a foster's can yep be pretty sweet i think i like that idea that hurts boy i think i think i have my computer set up the right way where i can play sounds you guys want to hear a ringtone i've been working on Uh uh-oh it's only it's only a couple long I'm going to try and make it. I don't think it'll be too loud. Are you ready? Yeah. Yep. Get ready. Here it is. Fuck off. <laughs> Did you hear it? Yeah, we heard That's it. That's classic. I might have yeah. to cut that out and use it myself. Pretty proud of it. <laughs> All I did was cut a clip out audio that uh, I, didn't, I didn't make. I'm just trying to think which person I needed to sign it for. I friend. know. That, that's why I haven't used it yet because I'm just like, well, I could be like at work helping like a customer. <laughs> yeah. And then that rings or something. Or, you know, like all the times, like I, I go to church a lot. Like I'm at church all the time. That might happen. I, I used to have um the mic going, I'm still fucking talking. As a ringtone. Yeah. It's not good when you're sitting in a hospital while your niece is in surgery and you're sitting in a quiet waiting room and you just hear, I'm still fucking talking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I haven't used that one yet. But I just love that. It, I loved it. My, so I, I put it for a ringtone for a friend and she messaged me and it just comes out so loud. Everyone just looked at me. Whoops. I'll just go down here now. Yeah. My uh, my old phone. Have you ever watched that show, uh, Squidbillies? Nope. It's a it's a late I, night show, Adult Swim, and uh, it's it's ridiculous. But the ringtone that I had was uh, the there's the the grandma squid, and it's just the like couple seconds where she goes, um, let's put let's put cough drops up our butthole and play video games. <laughs> That was my ringtone. 
cough drops up, cough drops up your butthole, playing video games. And that one rang a couple times at inopportune moments. Now, the, <laughs> the couple of ringtones I've got, I've got um, Wolf Creek ones. Um, Mick Taylor, he's laugh for my text message for when Donna texts me. <laughs> and another one for my mate. I can't remember what it is, and I can be bothered pulling my cables out to plug it into the mixer so I can play it for you. But yeah, I've I've made up some from um, Wolf Creek. Mm-hmm. Here come to my country. No, it's not one of that one. But <laughs> yeah, like, come to my country. I've been working on my accent too. Yeah, that's that sounded more English than Australian. Yeah, come to my country. Well, that's good. <laughs> you come. Uh, to my country. Adam West all of a sudden. Um, it's almost that time, but before we get there, I we, just have to yes. throw something out there real quick. We've still got to do um, how do you say it. Oh, geez. Well, okay. Well, let me get, let me say this, and then we'll do that, and then we'll do the what time it is. Um, I, I watched a movie last weekend, and I was hoping to talk about it on the show, but, you know, things happened. Um, it's an Australian movie called Wormwood, Road of the Dead. And it's a little Aussie film about zombies and these people that take to the road and the zombies are, are gas. And it's it's crazy, but and it's a great movie, by, by the way. So if you get a chance, locate it and watch it. It's phenomenal. But there's a main character in the story isn't an aboriginal. And the entire time I was watching the movie, I kept thinking, kill him. Okay. Thank you. So, yeah, you need to watch it. And, yeah, the main character, Aboriginal guy, dude, one of them. There you go. <laughs> it happened. And this one. Is that uh, streaming, streaming stuff? Uh, no. Hulu? You can rent you... it or you can locate it. Ooh, murderer guy. Go to New Mexico, pick it up, get some tacos. Exactly. Yep. You can get a $20 buffet in, in Las Vegas. Nice. I met a guy when I was in Las Vegas. Uh, this has nothing to do with anything. Uh, when I was in Vegas, um, like, everybody always asked me what I'm going to do with my ears when I'm older. Like, have you ever thought about that? Like, you're going to have big old holes in your ears or whatever? You're going to put dinner plates and in them. First of all, I don't really care. <laughs> I'm not too worried about it. But uh, when I was in Vegas, I was at a buffet and I was picking up some sweet, delicious food. And one of the cooks uh, behind the counter commented on my ears. He said they were super cool. And I was like, thanks, buddy. And he said that he had his ears used to be the exact same size, like giant, big old holes. And um, it didn't look like it at all. Like they looked like normal untouched pristine virgin earlobes <laughs> and uh he said that he had plastic surgery he was offered the job at that buffet and they said the only problem is you got big dumb holes in your ears and he got them all patched up and you could never tell in the end for a job at a buffet but it was a buffet he was, I think he was the head chef at a buffet in Las Vegas. So, 
Oh. That's a, that's what I mean when I say buffet food in Vegas is fucking good. That dude got a head chef job in buffet, uh, buffet in Vegas, and he had plastic surgery so he could get that job. The food there is delicious. That's a bold statement, sir. That's what I'm but saying. Nailed the point home, though, that I get it. I understand it now. The gauge yeah. tells the truth. It is good. Dude had plastic surgery so he could be a head, uh, head chef at a, a buffet in Vegas because that is such a prime spot and the food is awesome. So on that note, I think it's time for Justin's segment. How, how do you say that? Um, so you're going to put the uh, the word into the, the chat for Scott to see if he can say it? I'm ready. Oh, damn it. Mm. Oh, you're going to put it no. in there? No, I was asking you to do it. You know. Oh, sorry. Nope. I'm I'm totally behind oh, we the... We can spell it ball. out. Yes. Um, you're clunking up. The... You're clunking I'm a waste up. of space. Um, uh, okay. We, have, uh, we do not have an intro for this yet, but this segment is How I, Do You Say It? Thanks to Justin from the Bad Parenting Podcast, who sends us a term or a word, and we have to say it the way it's spelt and see if we're right. So, just so our third co-host can see it, because I can see it in my email. I see it. You see it? I see it. I see dead people. And now, take, keep in mind that he's in Oregon, so you got to think of it in terms of being an Oregander. And it's... Probably something no, he, like a, a a street name or a, um a, a, an area. It's a name of a of, of a place. It's something uh, that people have heard about, but they heard about it before it was cool. Yeah. So anyway, do you see the word Scott? I I see it. Do I say it? Do you say do it I the way it? you think it's pronounced? I think it says Couch Street. All right, I would say Cooch Street. Mm. I'm going to take the long shot on this one. I'm going to say it's Kooshje. All right. Yeah. It was, I was going to go like Couch Street, like Scott, but I'm like, no. Can't be that simple. Yes. So, Like, take a left on Couch Street. <laughs> take your couch left on the street. Yeah, all right. All right, let's take see. Take a what... lazy, lazy turn on Couch Street. Right. Okay, sorry, go ahead. So Justin has the audio to tell us how to pronounce yeah. this word. Well, how do you say that? All right, guys. How you doing? Um, this week's word is pronounced Cooch Street. Yes, you heard that right. Cooch Street. <laughs> um, I, I really I have no fucking explanation for why Couch Street is pronounced Cooch Street, but uh, that's how we roll here in Portland. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Bye. Thank you, Justin. So it's Cooch. I need to go to Portland. Mm, get some Cooch. <laughs> Has anybody done the... Um... Well, shit, I don't want to say it now. I might have missed it. That There's the uh, that one thing in Pennsylvania that is spelled all weird. It starts with an S. They have good tacos on Cooch Street. What? Oh. There's, there's a word. There's a, there's a thing that I know in, in Pennsylvania that is spelled all wacky. And does not sound the same, but I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say it because it might have not been done yet. Mm. 
Well, I could do the same for Australia. Some of the some of the town names, I could send you the spelling of it and see if you can pronounce it right. Well, you can't even pronounce Brisbane right or Melbourne right, so Melbourne or Brisbane or Sydney. Or I read books and shit. I read books. I read signs. I read labels. Name it. Name a thing with words on it. Probably read it. A book. Oh, yep, yep. Read that. Read a book. Hmm? Also, Justin is working on a website for us. We have a a website. It's there. It's not out in the public at the moment. That's a good, good, good man. He's a good man. Great friend of the show, Justin. So, yes. Good man. Coming soon. The Coffin Joe's book. Rockin' Booty. I don't even want to give it out because you probably could go check it out. But, yeah, it's coffinjocast.com. It's there. It's a bit... It's in work in in progress. So, it's got our first eight shows on there. Our very first show with, oh, guess who? Scott the Bull Boy is on there. Oh, hi. This is the show. Hi. So Justin's uh, a great man. He's helping us out. And, uh, yeah, soon to have a website that we will publicly announce, which I just publicly announced it anyway. But, yeah, no, we'll just wait for that to become a bit, uh, when things get better with it, we'll really announce it on the website. On the website? No, on our Facebook page. All right. Is it that time, Joel? It is that time. Wait, what's that you say? What time is it? Is it really that time again? That's right. Hide your dingoes and watch out for drop bears. It is time for R is for random. Angry didgeridoo. Hello. Hello. Wait, what? Hello. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I was trying to type something out as I was listening to that. It's that time for uh, our beautiful and lovely Maybellina's RS for Random segment. And I have selected two right. specifically random questions uh, based on, well, just on who we have on the show. So the first question is, do you remember when you first found out about file sharing on the internet. So when like Napster started, that sort of thing. Oh man. Yeah. Scott's getting excited now. It's yeah. Like, it sounds like the first so, time you, when you when you lost your virginity, it sounds like, oh yeah, I remember so that. So many so many butts. No, it was, it was about when Napster started. <laughs> you pretty much hit the nail on the head. That was a wonderful time of dial-up modems. And, uh, like, three hours to download a song kind of thing. A song, right. Yeah. And then uh, you you didn't even know if it was the right file or if it sounded good at all until it was done. So you had to uh, dial up and use your the phone line to download music for three hours for a song and then you listen to it and you would find out whether or not you'd be uh, disappointed or not. No, you'd like it. You'd love it. Because it took three hours to download. Yeah, 
But the the thing though is, if you're like, I wanna, I wanna download some pour some sugar on me, and then you download what says pour some sugar on me, and then you play it, and it's like, uh, uh, some men at work, and you're like, I don't want that. That's not that's not the song. Oh. Or you would. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. I want some men at work. I that. I just my taste hadn't uh, evolved yet when I, I was a child. I didn't know better. I'm sorry, <laughs> but that and then also sometimes you would download it and like you would get these crazy sounds. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like in the middle of downloaded music, it'd be like la 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 la, like crazy fucking crackles and yeah. like it sounded like yeah, corrupted file. Yeah. It was the best. It was a good time. Uh, for me, no, I was, I was, I was late to the game. Uh, I was late to the game of getting on the internet and all that. So, I think Napster had already been there, and uh, so yeah, for me, it was, it was pretty late to the game. But now hey, I'm catching up as quick as I can. I obtained many things now. That's how I got to many, 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 many. Just obtain them, not steal them. Just obtain them, all right? Just give them a hug. Be like, you're safe now. But I, I've been Stop trying... Out the I, I've been doing the right thing for certain artists. Or certain movies. I've been paying for Netflix now. <gasps> and Stan, which is one of our streaming things down here. Good dude. I'm on Stan, Stan like, so I can get to watch um, Better Call Saul. But yeah. When Stan wasn't working the other week, I actually had to obtain the last episode. But yes, so. But the best thing uh, in the world was yeah. Since I discovered how I could get stuff from obtaining it, ooh, I could see all these American shows that are not played on Australian TV, or I have to buy a bloody subscription to pay TV. So, yes, as everyone knows, I, I'm a big obtainer. On dial-up. Um, well, it was like dial-up the other week before they fixed it. Exactly. Um, well, for me, and, and Pat from 40 Ground 14 will back this up, when he and I worked at uh, an internet company, which will remain nameless, but is still in existence and is now a very, very large internet company. Um, we worked there when it was still starting out. It um, the, On every computer in the company, Napster was installed automatically and so when i started working there i was like oh what's this and you're not on a dial-up like you are at home you're at a corporate office place so they had you know dedicated lines and all that or t1 line or something at whatever they had back in 2001 and so we would download music on napster and listen to it on our uh computers as we're working on stuff and that's how I found out a lot about a lot of stuff. And I lost a lot of good music when I left. But, um, yeah, it was badass. And it was I was getting paid to download music from an illegal file sharing site that, well, later was found out that way. So go figure. Right on. Work at an internet company. That's all I got to say. So anyway, um, all right, next question. <laughs> Have you ever eaten food in the bathroom while going to the bathroom? Oh, oh, oh! Come on, Scott. Yes. 
you have. Absolutely. Damn. <laughs> My it's answer is a straight up no. But yes. Come on, Scott. Let us know. I'm I'm a I'm a hot mess. I <laughs> uh, I think specifically something I've eaten is you get you go and get one of those frozen pizzas, and you make it, and then you don't want to dirty a plate with your frozen pizza. So what I do is after you put the pizza in the oven, uh, you take the box that it came in and you you open it up and flatten it out, and you cook your pizza. You put it on the box and cut it up, and uh, then sometimes you got to poo. You don't want to set it down. You got dogs. Dogs like pizza, so you can't trust them. They got shifty eyes, so you got to take it with you. And then, I mean, if it's already there, you might as well just eat some pizza while you're pooping. Yeah. Hypothetically. Fair enough. Um, as I said, straight <laughs> out of no for me. Might have had a beer on the or a drink while I'm in there, but no, not here. Beer, beer, Pete. and not Fosters, by the way. Don't even say that. But if you're drinking Fosters, you might as well be sitting on the toilet because it makes you sick anyway. So optimal relaxation. So are we going to be having Fosters at this dollar scoop place? Uh, sure. We we'll bring it in in a brown bag. Well, won't it leak out the sides of the bag if you're like... You know what we could do? We could be like the best type of hobos. We'll bring... We'll get uh, Fosters, put in a brown bag, order the food in their to-go styrofoam little containers and plastic forks and stuff and take it outside and eat it in the parking lot. So we'll drink Fosters and eat sketchy food in the parking lot in shitty Aurora. <laughs> It'll be great. Make sure you got 911 on the speed dial. Yeah, make sure you don't what sit. I, I feel like this is going to be a different. Are you trying to give me like the old Mexico experience, like drinking the water in old Mexico? No, no. If anything, the fosters will keep you regular. It'll, it'll level you out after you eat that like mystery meat. <laughs> that would wind. And then the the way that that parking lot set up, the, the where they keep the dumpsters, not far. So if you get all if you get all shook up on your, on your gut, you could just go in there and take care of business. And then you got the paper, the brown bag from your Fosters, so you don't even have to worry about what, like what do you do with your butt business. You get that brown bag. Or when, you're good. or when you start hyperventilating. Yeah. <sighs> because it's so good. You just, you're like, this is too good. This is too good. I can't, I can't, I can't imagine this. What am I going to do after I leave here? After I leave here, I can't go on living. And then you start freaking out because you're, it's like chasing the dragon. It's like heroin. You got dollar scoop, fosters in brown bag, sitting in a parking lot. You can't do that again. You freak out and you start hyperventilating. Then you get diarrhea. <laughs> Cha cha cha. Um, yes, Joe. So have you ever? Just a straight up answer on this one too. I'm gonna say no. I think the, the the closest I've ever come is like having a mint that was I was already in my mouth and going to the bathroom while not realizing it's still in my mouth and trying not to gag 
Because that's just, I'm sorry, yeah. it's just gross. Same with me, maybe a mint or some chewing gum, but that's it. Oh. Yeah, even then, I'm hesitant. Thanks, Maybellina. That was one of your best questions yet. Ugh. But that was a, a story um, on the news down here about people that are time poor that actually are eating in the toilet because they don't have enough time to get their, their lunch in at work, so they kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, kill two stones with a bird. Just get in there and eat a pizza while you're dropping a deuce. Uh, yeah, gross. I just, I just the thought of it makes me go. Yeah, same here, Joe. Yeah, I'm. And live a little, I'm, live a little. If you're gonna, you know, like eat dollar scoop food, you might as well be eating it in the toilet. Yeah. It's more time efficient. Yes. Oh. Uh, Dollar scoop food sounds like that's what you need, you know. A dollar a scoop, a, a minute to poop. That should be of eating, eating should, food or whatever on the toilet. That should be their slogan. A dollar scoop and in a minute you poop. <laughs> right? Like, what were you saying, Scott? Uh, you guys want to hear something? Like, have you ever seen those memes on the internet where uh, it's like... Uh, what, the internet has memes now? Uh, things that they thought they knew when they were kids, like some like weird, crazy thing that they thought happened when they were kids, and then they found out that that's not how it works when they were older. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Yes. Uh, when I was younger, I used to think if I uh, drank water while I peed, it was just like like in and out. Like it was like a thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, there wasn't a process. Like it just was like a one. Like it was just adding to like a pot of water. It was just one big tube from your mouth to your dick. That just yeah, went. There was not like digestion or anything. So if I was drinking or eating while I was peeing or pooping, it was just like replacing empty space. <laughs> Wait, that's not how it happened. No, it's not. My whole life is a lie. No, I was. Believe me, I had a hard time when I found that out. It was rough. Roof. Roof. It was roof. Rough. Well, I think it's about that time to wrap it up. A nice little ah. bow. Oh, I should mention. Um, yes. The next two weeks, oh. I won't be here. So what am I supposed to do, Joel, without you? Who can come and stand in for you? I have hired another bald bearded man to take my my place for the next few weeks, as Justin will be stepping in. Yes, I was going to say, does it um, start with a J? Because we can only have a... It does. It has to be a J. (laughs) I figured I needed to replace it with the next closest thing. And we've also got the next two weeks of... Co-host lined up. Nikki will be coming back to join the two of you and oh, Slacker Jedi the week after that. So great, bloody New Zealanders! I better get my sheep jags ready. I'm sure Justin will help out too. Yes. So as Joel was saying, yes, Joel's away for the next two weeks, and we have our great friend Justin standing in, which will be a good time. And uh, yes, Nikki. 
Even though people think I don't like Nikki, I love Nikki. She's my friend of, of the Dutch. And we got Slacker back, which will be a fun time. Alright, so it's it's time to plug some stuff. Joel, let us know where we can hear you or where you're going to be in the next two weeks. Well, I'm going to keep the plug short and uh, I will be traveling. Um, I will be leaving Friday and heading to Kansas City and then I will be in Colorado shortly thereafter. And so I will be gone from the 5th to the 14th. So you... Uh, well, can expect to see updates from me on the Facey books as things happen. Um, but in the meantime, I do a few other shows. Uh, I do 40 Going On 14 with Mike, Pat, and Josh. I also do uh, the Sunshine Happy Pants Hour, KPANTS, on my own with uh, my six-song musical mixtape show. And then, uh, obviously, Oblivious is around in some form or another, but I don't know. It'll be back someday with Mike Nero and South Philly Paul. All of those shows can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and TalkShoe. Some of them can be found on Blueberry and other podcasting directories. And then I also write for the CreeperCast. And I am about ready to kick off a, I want to say it's like a six-week series of uh, reviews on the top ten American zombie films we've never heard of. And then followed up directly after by the top 13 uh, foreign zombie films we've never heard of. Followed up by a review of Wormwood. Road of the Dead. So look forward to that coming to you soon. You're going to have to check that movie out, I think. All right, Scott. I would recommend it. Scott. Well. What you got? Well, I have a podcast that I do now and then. <laughs> uh, it still is in existence. I do, uh, you know, I record now and then, but my schedule is bad. It's the internet with Scott the Pool Boy. There's uh, 81 episodes. If you haven't listened to all of them, uh, do that because, you know, it's something to listen to while you wait for me to get around to fucking recording some shit. But it is still there. It is still around. I will still be making episodes. I've just been slacking lately. And uh, also there is uh, my EP. You can find that on Bandcamp if you search Bent Not Broken Music. Uh, there's the Benefit for Nepal EP that we talked about before. And, uh, if you want to get the last remaining cassettes for that same EP, uh, it's Hot Vodka Records and look for Bent Not Broken. And, uh, yeah, with the tapes, there's also a digital download. So even if you don't have a tape player, if you just like collecting shit, you can still do that. So. That's all good. I'll make sure all the links go into the show notes. So, as I always like to say, check out the Bad Parenting Podcast. Our friends Justin Hello. and Jody over there. Good friends of the show. All right, so that's our show. Nice. Nice. Or nice. All right. So, I'm going to leave us on a song. It, it's relevant to what's been going on in my life at the moment. Uh, it's by Area 7. It's called Unsung Hero. So, good night, nice. everybody. Night. Good night. Stay black.
dirty boy. Wow, 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 wow. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.